Welcome, welcome everyone to the Taz Show I am he, Taz, thank you for downloading this episode You know I appreciate you, I love you for that Thanks for downloading this episode, if you're not subscribing, I don't know, you gotta subscribe, it's pretty much a layup I'm not gonna get into the whole thing, I'm not gonna yell at you why you should be subscribing Subscribing to the show, even though it's free you know, well, maybe you do subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Radio.com, maybe Stitcher, maybe Spotify, or wherever the hell you get your podcast from. You're downloading it there or subscribing, whatever you're doing. I appreciate it. So, uh, interesting little pod I got here going. I'm going to do a little, just uh, some thoughts on my mind. I want to share with you guys on this little Friday Jones <clears throat> So. Uh, maybe you're listening to it over the weekend. I'm not really sure, but it'll it's dropped on a Friday afternoon, so uh, Eastern afternoon, if that makes any sense. But anyway, so I hope everybody's good as we barrel into Week Four for those NFL fans. Week Four of the NFL season, which is very exciting, but even more exciting in the NFL is all of the wrestling that's going on, all of the the <laughs> stuff in the business, all of the amount of content that's being put out there from people and rumors and scuttle. But that's why I wanted to just talk a little bit here about uh, some of that stuff. Um, some stuff that that's kind of uh, you know I'm not a newsy guy. You know that's not my gimmick. I'm not a news bulletin guy as far as wrestling stuff. But I'll talk about topics. <laughs> so in this episode, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, news that came out about uh, Edge. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Edge and stuff that w- what's going on with him, or maybe I want to talk about the Raw and SmackDown announced teams. Uh, CM Punk's name is definitely in the news for sure. I want in the wrestling news, not MMA news. So I want to talk about CM Punk, and I lightly will touch on yours truly, me, Taz. Yes, the one and only Human Suplex Machine, a non WWE Hall of Famer. That's me. Um, anyway. Uh, and by the way, all the people that tweet me all the time and tag any of the WWE front office or ownership, McMahon's, whatever, I, I appreciate you doing that. You don't have to do that, but that's very kind of you saying he should be in the Hall of Fame, Tash should be, and thank you so much for that. You don't have to do that, but that's very, very nice, <clears throat> and I do appreciate it. I, it's tough to, you know, if I if I reply, quote, tweet to you guys and thank you all, to all of you, it gets to a point where it's like, Oh, this guy's fucking like really put himself over here. So you know, you, you got to you know, it's Twitter. You can get attacked at any time. It's like walking through a jungle at the end of August, like in the deep, darkest, hottest days of Africa in, in a jungle or safari, and you just have a gigantic. Maybe 50 pounds of fucking raw chopped meat in a bag with holes in the bag so the scent, the smell comes out. And you're carrying it like Santa Claus across your fucking shoulder, on the back of your shoulder. And you're like, uh, Whistle Jones, la, la, lady, walking through the jungle. You're going to get fucking attacked 
by every panther, cougar, gorilla, chimpanzee, lion, tiger, bear, anything, coyotes, anything, even those fucking nasty possums. You're going to get attacked because they're going to smell the food. They're going to pounce on you. Well, that's how it is on Twitter, social media. You got to be careful. Anything, if you put yourself over too much, you will get attacked. If you talk about a match that you loved, you might get attacked there too. It's social media. Just, you know, my new gimmick, I'm just going to have, I'm just tweeting out gifts and guys. I'm not only going to do that. I'm kidding. I, I, I will do that more than I normally do, but I do like the guys and the gifts. Some of them are fucking funny. So anyway, so that's the deal on that. All right, so. All right, so where am I going to start? Where am I going to start? I'm going to start with the Raw, the announced teams, Raw and SmackDown. That's what I want to talk about here first. So, all right, so it was announced uh, in midweek here, um, in the middle of the late late September, I should say, <clears throat> that the Raw, the new Raw announced team, is Vic Joseph, Dio Madian, I think that's his name, and Jerry Lawler. Friday Night SmackDown team is Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Okay, and I guess special assignment or special occasions, Renee Young will be on it. Now, just to back up, back to Raw for a second. Um, from what I'm understanding, Jerry Lawler, I, I understand. I don't know how long he's going to be on there. That's pretty interesting. When there's an, already an expiration date on one of the commentators. Now, obviously, Jerry the King Lawler is, you know, ultra experienced at the job, and he's been doing it for a very long time. So on Raw and on SmackDown, I really believe that they have him there to help this young man named Dio Madian. That's his work name. I might be saying his last name wrong. To, to tell you why, I've never heard of him in my life. <laughs> I've never heard of him. I, I know, I think he wrestled for a very short time, I believe in developmental NXT. I, and pardon my ignorance for not knowing his history, but I don't know every guy and girl's history in the wrestling business. I don't. So, um, I don't know. I I'm on top of the business, as you guys know. And this this young man's name, I don't know. I know he's a football player. I think he went to UNC, University of North Carolina, Division One program. Tall Heel Jones played football there, from what I understand. I, you know, and and I don't know. I think he went. He, I think he was in the NFL. He was drafted, I believe, and I don't know if it worked out from the NFL. Obviously, didn't if he's in the wrestling business, but. Uh, not saying he wasn't an excellent football player, just to play Division One ball in itself is a big deal. So I'm sure the guy's a legit athlete. Um, he obviously is a legit athlete, I should say. But that doesn't mean you're qualified to call professional wrestling, especially on a little show called Raw, uh, in my opinion. But I'll get back to that in a second. I, I'm going to do my damnedest not to bury anybody on this thing here. Um, Vic Joseph, I, I have to be honest, I, I like his work. I think he's very talented and, you know, his futures now and his further future is very bright. He's he he looks the part. He sounds the part. He's all business. He sounds great. I, I love the guy's work. Um, I wasn't shocked that he got this. I was actually on the phone with somebody when this news broke uh, from the business without naming that person's name, and uh, they were saying to me they didn't think it was going to be Vic Joseph as the main play-by-play guy in Raw. And I'm like, no, no, no. Cole is going to get moved to SmackDown on Fox. And I'm telling you, I really believe Vic Joseph is going to be the guy. And as we're talking, my friends like, oh, man, look at this news that just popped up. And, and sure enough, because I was driving, I was looking at the websites. And he said, yeah, Vic Joseph is the guy. So, um, you know, <laughs> I, I listen, um, 
I could tell right away on that, uh, what was that whole thing they did where, where Michael Cole brought Vic Joseph onto the Raw set, like probably in the second hour. I can't remember what it was. It was a couple of months ago. And I talked about it here on one of my podcasts, and Cole ended up taking the B-roll and let you know Vic take the A-roll, the lead, which I was very surprised. Uh, I think that's when Corey Graves is on vacation, as they call it. So, which I thought that was odd too, because there's really never vacation, especially when you work one or two days a week on the air if you're a SmackDown or or Raw commentator. And at, at that time, Corey was both, so he was working two days a week. That doesn't include travel time. That's just as far as being at the building. So usually, because I've had the same schedule, when you work that lot of a schedule, you have to get. I told you this guys already. You have to get. You, you have to book your vacation around all that because there really is no vacation. But so anyway, so I thought it was odd that Corey was on vacation, but then I heard he was shooting a movie. I heard all different things. Um, I think it was a, a good opportunity for them to do exactly what they wanted to do. Let's hear Vic Joseph on Raw. Let's see if the WWE Universe shits all over it. I don't think the WWE Universe, otherwise known as wrestling fans, shit all over it. I think they probably like either indifferent about it or they liked him. I personally thought he was real good. So, but I knew something was funky. And I know Michael Cole very well for a long time, you know, and worked with him, obviously, for a lot of years. And uh, usually, if you're going to give up that A role for just a segment or two segments or three segments, you're going to put up a fucking fight. And I don't know what happened. Maybe Cole might have known already that he was moving to SmackDown. I'm sure he was. Which is a, a, a and I'll talk about Dio Madden. Well, let me talk about Dio Madden right now. Theo Madden, I guess it is. It's like the last name is spelled like Madden, like John Madden, but an I N, not an E N, or an A N, whatever, whatever way John Madden spells it. Um, like I said, I think that's his. That is his work name. But this this young man. Here's the thing. Look, I I am. I've talked a lot about announcing play by play and color commentary on Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. A lot. I've talked about it on my podcast a lot. Anybody that's new, so you can hear. You know, hear what I'm saying to you right now. Um, I I'm a firm believer, and um, I I need and this is going to sound rude, and I really don't mean it like that. So it, it, I need credibility for me as a viewer and as a former uh, broadcaster in the wrestling business. I'm still a broadcaster, but just not in the wrestling business. Well, not yet, anyway. And as a as a retired professional wrestler, um, I, I need to hear somebody. On the color analyst or color commentating role That's got some juice Meaning that's got some credibility um, That's had More than you know just I don't care if it's Look I'm going to tell you how it is Like if you have like just for shits And giggles less than like Four years experience as an in ring Wrestler even five years to me You're still kind of green I didn't really start getting learning how to work. I mean, you know, until I had about six or seven years in the business. I mean, it takes a long time. Nevertheless, it took me a lot longer to learn how to draw money and 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 then finally become a champion. That takes time. It takes time. That stuff's all important because that's who tells the story. So if the guy or girl that's never been to the proverbial dance, you know, how how, how are they how are you going to have them sit there and t- analyze the dance? Like, talk about the dance. I'm not saying it's not allowed. It, it happens all the time. And like I talked about a while ago, we see it happening more and more in pro wrestling lately, which to me is a little disturbing. 
you know, I, I, I believe in the former legitimate wrestler in a role, in an analyst or commentator role. I do. And again, some people are confused about this. The play-by-play role is the lead voice. It's the voice that gets you in and out of breaks, that's setting everything up, that sets the table. Like you're watching baseball, football, the NHL, NBA, um, everything. The color commentator role, different story. He's the analyst, right? So, or she's the analyst. It's tough with this this young man, Dio. Like, for me, I, I, I there's no... There's no real, you know, credibility from the industry, you know, for me. Now, if if he was calling a football game, even though he wasn't in the NFL a long time, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to him a lot more because he's obviously an accomplished, you know, collegiate football player into pro football. I'm gonna listen to him, and you know what? I I I'm sure that the, the guy I keep calling him a kid because I'm sure he's younger than me. I'm sure the young man is entertaining. I'm sure he's got a good voice. Uh, I saw a picture of him. He's a good-looking guy, so I'm sure that's all there. But I'm just saying, as far as your your history in the industry, and this might be a get-off-my-lawn fucking moment, and I'm old school, maybe, but so be it. I'm just telling you how I feel. No filter, Jones, straight blunt. Like, so I hope the kid does well. I hope Dio does well. I do, but I got to really be sold, man. I, I'm, and again, he don't work for me. I know that, but I'm just saying for for – I, you know, <laughs> I, I I believe in people who who are a little bit longer and that who've been around the business a long time and wrestled a long time um, to be in that role. That's just me. But again, I don't own a wrestling company, so it's just one guy's opinion. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, now Friday Night SmackDown straight up um, is my opinion going to be their A show. I think Raw being the A show has kind of, that's a thing of the past. I, I'm feeling that just by, obviously, the money deal that, that Fox has with WWE and by just the announced teams, okay? Because Michael Cole and Corey Graves are in a great spot. They have the much sought-after two-man booth in a traditional role. Michael Cole is a bona fide, traditional, a tremendous play-by-play man who is so experienced, obviously, He's the A voice in the company. He's the lead voice in the company. And Corey Graves has got a lot of experience as a color commentator there. Even though Corey Graves is not a guy who had a, you know, ultra successful 20-year, 15-year run as a pro wrestler. I understand he was sidelined with injuries. I know that feeling. His career was cut short. His career was cut shorter than my career was cut. You know, so I understand that. And I know Corey, and I respect Corey. I think Corey does a good job. As you guys know, I like Corey. Um, I like his work, and I like him personally, too, so it's not a knock on Corey. I'm just saying, but I am saying this. They're in the best spot, and that they, they're making, for me, showing me Michael Cole and Corey are going to be the, the the voices of Friday Night SmackDown shows me that that's the A show. I also think it's a natural segue. Well, maybe I should. Maybe I, well, it's a natural segue to the next topic. I'll get into the topic. Fuck it. I think CM Punk is coming back to WWE, and I know there's been some scuttlebutt about that, and I believe when there's smoke, there's fire in this situation, and I believe he's going to debut on fucking Fox, without a doubt, on Friday when they when they debut at the gimmick. I, I really believe that straight up. So that, too, shows me it's the A show. That, too. Okay? I just feel like they're really going full throttle. They're going to go full throttle with Fox. Um, uh, I, I, the the announced talent that they have, 
They got Jerry Lawler on there. He's going to be on there for a short run, apparently, on Raw. But that's just to make sure that I would assume he's going to, you know, coach up Dio to a degree and stuff like that. Um, you know, I remember back in the day, I mean, Jerry Lawler didn't coach me up much. But, <laughs> but you know, he was younger and, and I was younger. And, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I guess he was a little bit more competitive in those days. But, you know, um, Maybe he's just going to show him the ins and out. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they just want Lawler there to bring credibility to the desk uh, until people get used to these two younger guys. You know, you got to understand. Like, you know, WWE's got to be careful with this. I know Paul Heyman is is in charge of Raw. I get that. I understand that. You know, but Paul Heyman doesn't own the company, so he don't have full say on stuff. But you know, my point in saying that is, you, you just because you have. Young voices, and it's going to feel energized and exuberant, and that's all true with Vic Joseph and Dio and stuff, and it's going to be fresh, totally fresh, never been done before. I respect that. I do respect that, and I hope these two young cats do a good job, but I do believe that, and that's why Lawler's going to be there for a couple of months probably, or whatever it's going to be, to set, and they'll segue Lawler out just for the audience also to be comfortable on what they're hearing and seeing Like they're not going to know those other two voices Or know those faces when they do on cameras But Lola's voice they'll know And Lola's uh, uh, face they'll know I'll go alright yeah alright cool all these are young kids. So I understand why they're doing that I totally get it um, If you just go full throttle With Vic Joseph and Dio in there You know people are not going to know who they are Now when I say people I'm not talking about you all that are listening to this podcast Because you guys are hardcore fans for the most part I'll talk about the mainstream fan, who I talk about a lot, and I'll keep talking about forever because they're vital. And they usually don't, as you guys know, read wrestling websites. They don't normally read, uh, I'm sorry, listen to wrestling podcasts. So there's a great chance they're not going to know who Vic or Dio is. So, <laughs> but they will know Lala. So that part is smart by WWE. SmackDown, different story. You got two guys that are credible guys. They're set, you know, in Corey and and Michael Cole. So I get that part. So and also while I'm talking about that, I I need to say, speaking of Michael Cole and SmackDown, <clears throat> obviously you know I had a long history with Cole on SmackDown, a great history. We had a blast, and I want to thank all of you guys. As I go to break here and I come back from break, I'm going to talk about Edge a little bit. But I want to thank you guys because again on the Twitter. Blown up Jones, you're blowing the Twitter up a lot of times Saying, oh god dang it, Taz should be back On Smackdown, forget this, forget that Him and Cole reunited on Smackdown Would be sick, it'd be awesome, it'd be fucking great Never happened I don't think they want me <laughs> They would have called They got my number, they got my email Shit, they got my address So, <laughs> they know me very well um, But I appreciate The love from you guys all right, Taz Show, sit tight, be right back. Talk about Edge on the other side of the stick. And we're going to talk about Taz. What's going on with Taz? Oh, yeah. Rock and Roll Jones. Yeah, I'm fucking right. <laughs> Come on. Type of tune here in a bar and just fucking pounding scotch, fucking smoking cigars, throwing darts, looking for a fist fight. Oh, yeah, it's just another Wednesday night for me, bitches. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, yeah, I was talking about uh, a lot of scuttlebutt about Edge. Uh, just uh, He's not going to continue doing the podcast that he does with Christian anymore. So he made that announcement late this week here 
this news broke. So now it leads to some speculation for me anyway. Like, what is the deal? So the rated R superstar himself, what, excuse me, what is the deal? Like, is this truth what he's saying? Like, okay, well, Beth, my wife is going to be busy um, because she's locked into the NXT deal as a commentator. um, And I, you know, family and all this stuff, I need to be home. I need to be available more and, and all this jazz. I'm paraphrasing kind of what he said. You know, or is it something that he's he's itching to get back in the ring? Because there has been multiple reports, and Ed just basically said it more or less. I didn't hear him, but I know he has said it in the recent past, that after he did that spear spot, um, I'm trying to remember what show that was or who that was against, I should say, but I, that he felt, he, Edge, felt like he could get back in the ring and get after it again, you know? So yeah, he, I think he said something like he could have a match tomorrow. That's more or less what, what I, cause I remember reading the article. And, um, you know, it, it, hey, you know what? It's, it's, if Edge could still go out there and still do it at his age and he looks to be in great shape, we've seen some stuff he's posting about his physique. He got, he's, he's always been in really good shape. He got himself in really good shape. So, um, you know, if he can still go after, get after it in the ring, well, I think that's great. Elias, that's what it was. It just hit me. I think he speared Elias, Elias on one of the shows. And uh, and apparently he didn't know he was going to do it until about like 30 or 20 minutes before the show opened and stuff that he didn't know he was going to do the spot. So, you know, I, so this is this is something I, I got to say. Like, um, I, I know Edge was also, because something that I've been looking to look into is stem cell, right? Stem cell treatment. Um, and I know he's been looking into a lot of guys that have been doing that, like in our age group that are wrestlers. Um, because stem cell would help him and, and, and get his neck uh, to, to be much better, you know, and it would happen pretty quick. Uh, but I, it's a little, I'm a little confused because I've heard stuff that this is, you know, I don't, I don't know how public it was, just people I've talked to and work, you know, and stuff like that, that he wasn't medically cleared, but yet, and like apparently WWE's doctors aren't clearing that. Edge might have said that on one of his podcasts, I don't know, but. I know that's out there in the universe somewhere, and but yet I, they allowed him to do a spear. I'm a little confused on that. I have to be honest. And I love Edge. Just nothing I'm saying. This is not a knock on Edge. I personally know him, and I traveled with him. I know him a long time, and, and I and he he was my first guest that I've ever had on the Taz show, the Human Podcast Machine, way back Jones, first guest. So I, you know, I have a lot of respect for Edge. I do, and I wish him nothing but the best. I love him. Uh, he knows that, and and so the deal is like. I am a little confused. I'm a little confused that if and and I, I, if WWE is saying again, this, I'm just going by some of the information I've heard. If they're saying he's not medically clear, but yet he was able to do a spear, meaning they allowed him to do a spear. But let's say he wants like the Daniel Bryan situation, how it was back in the day, where he wanted to work, but the company's saying you're not cleared. You're not cleared. And he was getting frustrated. Finally cleared him. Well. I, I got a feeling that Edge stopping this podcast, my conspiracy theory is that I, I just, I think he's 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 cleared by WWE or, you know, he ends up in another company. Figure that one out, right? <laughs> so, you know, we got a couple of shows, big, big wrestling shows debuting this week, you know, and who knows? I got a feeling the Rated R Superstar is going to pop up somewhere. You know, he pops up in WWE. I don't think it'll be Raw. I do think it would be SmackDown. I do. A lot of his career was on SmackDown. I've had the opportunity to call a lot of his matches. Um, 
um, or on AEW. You never know; he could just pop up there, and that would that would that would be a great great pop for, for them for AEW. Um, I think the first TVs in DC. That would be amazing. I mean, it, I'm just saying. I do feel like it's again that, that narrative could be out there. That speculation, that conspiracy theory, could be out there on on other websites and stuff. I, I'm just going by stuff. I feel, and you know, I don't read much of that shit at all. I, not the shit. I shouldn't say that, but that's stuff. I'm just going back to if someone's medical, not medically cleared, how are they allowed to do anything physical in the ring? Now. If you're not medically cleared by WWE, and I know this, okay, factual shit, I know. If you're not medically cleared, you, how do I explain this the right way? Because it's in my brain. I want to get it out of my mouth the right way. <sighs> medically cleared does not mean, okay, he's medically cleared. He can go wrestle a match. Medically cleared means you are cleared to do anything physical. So that means if you have to go out to the ring and snapmare someone and that's it, but you, and that's what you want to do, but they're saying you're not medically cleared, then you're not allowed to go snapmare someone because you're not cleared. Point is, if you're medically cleared to snapmare someone, if you're medically cleared to arm drag someone, if you're medically cleared to get slapped by someone, if you're medically cleared to do a spear to someone, then I would think they need to have you medically cleared to wrestle a match. So I something doesn't seem right to me on this. That's why I got a funny feeling he. Edge is 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 gonna. I I think it'll be WWE. I think that he's gonna debut, re-debut back on SmackDown. I don't think it'll be Raw. I just feel like it's gonna be SmackDown. And no one told me this. It's just me. You know me. You know I just that's my gimmick. And I, I'm just telling you, I I think that he is clear. And I think and again and I I don't want Edge getting mad at me because I I'm not saying nothing negative about. Him. I'm just I haven't talked to him. I'm just giving my thoughts on him. And I I didn't reach out to him on purpose. Because if I reach out to him, uh, whatever he tells me, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to keep that conf- that confidentiality between him and I as a friend. I'm not going to share it on the air here. And, and I also don't want to be veered a certain way. I don't really want to know what, what's going on. But he might not have even told me anyway. But he might have said, no, Taz, no bullshit. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I just can't do the podcast no more because, you know, a Christian, because I, just, you know, I need to be home more. Beth sent me on the road more, blah, blah, blah. He might have he might have said that to me. He that and you know what? That could all still be true. What Edge told the public, I don't believe it. <laughs> so I don't believe it. I'm just telling you, I don't believe it, and I mean that in a nice way. I don't mean that mean spiritedly. Only because he he is my friend. So it's it's tough. It's a tough job I have because I come on and I talk about guys that I am friends with, and it's weird. So I don't. I have nothing negative to say about Edge. I do think that he's coming back to the ring. And um, and I got a feeling it's it's on Fox. Uh, honestly, I rather see him on AEW. I hope it is AEW. But I feel like because Beth works there for WWE, WWE has been really good to Edge since once he got hurt while he was working. You know, his whole career they've been really good to him. I mean, <laughs> once he retired and once he was out injured, uh, him and Christian they put this show on the network. You know they. They, they, you know, Hall of Fame, you know, uh, Beth earned her way. They, they take care of his family. You know, I'm saying they've done, a, they, they have done the right thing by him. That's why I'd be surprised if he ends up going to AEW. Um, 
But maybe that's the case. You know, maybe that's the case. If if WWE is saying you're not medically clear, but he wants to wrestle, then and he he can do whatever he wants. I don't, it don't matter to me. But and then maybe that's why he would go to AW. Well, you guys aren't gonna clear me, but my own personal doctor cleared me, and maybe the AW doctors might clear me. I'm going there. Uh, my wife's her own separate entity, just like Renee Young and, and Mox. They're, they're, they're their own, you know, people. You know, they have their own careers. All you know, all these these four folks we're talking about here. So. Um, I don't know. I think it. I just think it's perplexing to me and intriguing. Uh, I think that's what happens. I think Edge ends up showing up on SmackDown. Uh, I, I'd rather see him on Wednesday night at AEW, but we'll see. I think it's something uh, interesting to keep an eye on this coming week because this coming week there's a lot, a lot of shit going on. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. You know what I mean? Um, and then you've heard, you've heard a little bit of um, chatter about your boy here. Um, you know what's going on? There's but news out there that when they put it out there, I think Mike Johnson, PW Insider, big friend of the show here, put out about CM Punk um, with the Fox uh, with the Fox Studio show, the FS1 show, and that Mike had an exclusive where it's a big potential clue which might be going on with CM Punk, and that many sources have told Mike Johnson that CM Punk was at the Fox Studio, has been at the Fox Studio earlier this week in Los Angeles, and meetings and stuff like that, and talking about the the new show, the WWE backstage show that that Fox is going to have on Fox Sports 1, uh, the studio show. You guys know what I'm talking about. And Renee Young will be the main host of it, and Booker T will work with Renee Young, and, uh, and that Punk was there, did some testing, like on cameras and stuff. So then throughout this, there was... Mike mentioned several other names from Rey Mysterio to Sean Waltman, you know, as X Pac, Page, uh, and your boy, right? <laughs> so um it's true. Okay, it is true. And and then all these other sites I saw had it too, uh the same names and other names we've seen mentioned, but I'm not going to say what names I know for a fact. I'm not gonna say were there or not there. Uh I have Fox had me had they they did bring me out there. Um, definitely a couple times throughout the past couple of months, and, uh, I, and obviously it's, it's confidential business. I couldn't get into it. You know, I don't. I don't know what's going to come of it. To be honest, they they treated me great. They did. They treated me great, and I had a lot of fun out there. And and you know, um, I can't really give much more detail than that. Um, I don't know. I we you know I don't know what's going to come of it for me personally, or what I want to do, or or even what they want to do. I'm not really sure. Um, but I just I didn't want to ignore it out here because I'd have to be transparent and honest with you guys as my audience, you know. So I just wanted to just let you know that and so and whatever. And that that's really all I could say on it. So that's the deal. So and again, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm not I don't really know. Um uh Yeah. So that's really it. But you know, I'm in New York. That's all the way out in LA. I don't know. I got I gotta see. You know, it's it's a weekly thing. Well, I'm not saying they would use me weekly. I don't think that would be the case. But but who knows? But you know, I don't know. I can't say much more. I should probably end the show if I say too much. But but uh, anyway, uh, I hope you guys have a great one. I appreciate you downloading this. Thanks so much. And uh, spread the word of the show, and uh, it's much appreciated. If you're not subscribing, please subscribe to the show. And I'll be ba- be at you uh, maybe over the week of another podcast. If not, next week, hitch up with a couple to a few. All right, guys, look, I'm Taz. You're not. I appreciate you. Talk to you. Ball.
I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't